studio space to get the podcast sounding good, you know? Commitment. Commitment. She is a committed queen. Pretty queen. Brenna, what are we talking about today? Um, I don't even know really where to begin. I feel like we're going to just talk about some current relevant thoughts because a lot of the time I think we're giving so many tips and tricks and tools on how to navigate your 20s and we love to do that and we'll continue to do that but I feel like there is a level of comfort that people feel when we are vulnerable and honest about like just certain thoughts that come up even if it's not stuff we sit in most of the time I think it just makes others feel less alone feel related to um, when we're in talking about it while we're experiencing it. Let's do that. So I guess we should start off with pride and pickle first, and then we'll get into all the feels. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. But dum it's time for pride and pickle. Oh, that was hard to do. It was hard to do today. That hurt, huh? Hurt <laughs> a lot. Oh man, Uh, my pride. My pride this week is that I feel like I made some choices this week that really served me. um, And I really have been a lot more aware of where, when I'm making certain choices, if I'm doing them for other people or if I'm doing them for myself. And often I would maybe be aware of that, but would still act in whatever it was for other people because I just hate to make people sad or uncomfortable or whatever. Um, And I just made some choices and had some conversations this week that really just were for me. And I'm proud of how honest I've been. I've been working with a coach on a lot of my mindset and she's been helping me really acknowledge so many different patterns within myself that I knew but didn't know so deeply. Like, um, and has really been helping me navigate it because being present in my life is so important to me. And I think when you have certain goals in your life or in whatever capacity, you're very future focused. And I really want to be able to focus on the present. Yeah. Um, of being yeah. Um, less people pleasing, you are a different woman. Like from from like six months ago to when you decided your term was going to be unapologetic for the year to now, like you are a completely different woman, Brenda. Like I'm so proud because I know it's something that you wanted to step into. And I have seen you choose you and be more unapologetic and less people pleasing than ever before. Like you chose that you, this was something you wanted to work on and like, you've really done it. Like, you've come such a long way in just this half year. Yeah, I literally have, like, tears in my eyes at you saying that. <laughs> no, like, you chose that. That was your word, unapologetic. And, like, you really you really have embodied that this past six months, which is a hard thing to do. Like, we say we want to be a certain way or act a certain way or live a certain way. And, you know, we could want it, but it's hard to actually achieve quickly. And, like, you really have achieved a lot in a very short amount of time. Thank you. Oh, that means a lot, especially because of course, like there's stuff that comes up all the time and there are things that I don't even realize I'm doing for those reasons. And we'll get into all of that soon, but it's just, it's interesting how our patterns really form and how the way that we think about life and ourselves and the world form. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it just goes to show over time that we really can do or change or shift anything about ourselves. And I appreciate you taking the time to acknowledge that because I feel it I feel it within me but of course it you know we're harder on ourselves than 
than most. <laughs> um, and then my pickle. Hmm. What's my pickle? Um, what would be my pickle? I normally like write these down, but oh, um, my pickle, which maybe is one of the topics we'll get into later, is I've been finding my, myself coming up against a lot of resistance with like social events. And I know we've talked about like reentering the world and the world post pandemic. And when Julia and I talked about it, I logically understood what we were talking about and understood why it would apply to other people, but I didn't apply it to myself. Like I was like, oh, I don't feel anxious about these things at all. Mm -hmm. I sympathize with people who do, but I genuinely didn't feel it. And recently I, every time I make plans and it's something that I am going to dive into a lot more, but every time that I make plans as they come up, I find myself wanting to cancel them. And, or like it feels too hard or whatever. And I do a lot of hard things every day really but for some reason I just feel a resistance and it's something that I'm kind of exploring more as to the why behind yeah I'm sure a lot of people feel that way post pandemic and having to deal with a new way of of living because it kind of went from like okay everybody's in you know everyone's in quarantine to like okay everyone's back and like no no sort of in between no sort of like rehabilitation back to real life it was kind of just like very like one way and then the other like it's just crazy like a couple weeks ago we were wearing masks and getting tested and now I never wear a mask and we're in groups of people in indoor places like it's crazy and everyone just expects everyone to like just be kind of fine about that and yes there's a lot of that that's exciting I would say my pride actually for the week is like being very excited about like being with people and being social again and like blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm really enjoying that. But it, it, it was kind of like a, from one to the other, very quick. There was no, no rehabilitation at all. Yeah, and, and it's not something that I'll dive into so much now because I don't, I don't really know the answer yet. Like I, a piece of me is like, oh, is it, is it that I feel anxious about seeing people because of the pandemic? And I, a part of me kind of thinks it's not fully that. Like, I think it's deeper than that. Yeah. I'm just trying to navigate what the heck the answer actually is because I don't want to use it as an excuse either. And I don't think it's an excuse for a lot of people. Right. I think it could be a piece of the puzzle, but if I'm being very honest, I don't think it's the full picture. I don't think it's that for you either. I just, I do think that having the excuse of not having to go out for a very long time has made those inner things for people, like the things that maybe you're coming up against or that other people might be coming up against, it made them easier to ignore mm -hmm. because there was an excuse. And now that there is no longer an excuse, you have, you have to face the, yeah. the things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And, and I, that was what I meant more about the rehabilitation time. Yeah, definitely. It's it's really interesting. And it's something that I'll continue to explore and be honest about as I uncover the like full depths of it. Because a few things come to mind that we'll get into when we have some more clarity. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because if you are listening to this and you're like, no, I like actually feel super anxious about seeing people. I'm scared of, you know, what this, this, and this. We totally hear you. It's totally valid. But I think it also goes to show that if you are saying that, and this goes for myself too, you know, asking yourself and trying to be honest with, you, with yourself, is it this or am I deflecting from something deeper? Am I deflecting from something else that I feel uncomfortable about? Am I 
fearful of this, whether it's a person, a situation, a conversation, a setting of certain people that maybe don't serve you, like whatever it is. Um, I would also say a level of control is probably a big one for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Control is huge. We'll get into control shortly. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about you. What's up? I mean, I would say on the opposite end, my pride really is that I feel very excited to just, like, start doing more. Like, not that I had been doing less during the pandemic. Like, I feel like I did a shit ton and, like, my life has changed so much during this time. But I I just, I do feel um, excited and inspired to, like, do. Mm. Um again, not that I put my life on hold in any way. Like I made super strides in my career. I made super strides in like uh, a lot of my work with myself. And I just, I I do feel inspired to like get the ball rolling even more in a way, which also comes with pickles. You know, that is the pride, but I would say on the other half of that, my pickle, like that comes with pickles of like frustration that maybe things aren't going fast enough or like things aren't coming together as quickly as you want them to or having to, you know, navigate with people in your life, like a new maybe ways you want to, you know, live and that that might be different than ways from before and having to deal with like those kind of conversations and mm-hmm. um so as, as as excited as I am and like inspired as I am um though that does come with pickles and and possible fears about letting go of the old and stepping into new um so it's it's a pride and a pickle yeah definitely no I love all of that I think it's it's really cool and I agree in the sense of I feel like you know, Julia and I had had some deep conversations over the past few days where we're just like, what the fuck? Like, we're, our whole show is based on how exciting and confusing and unexpected and unpredictable your 20s are and also how beautiful they can be and are in a lot of ways. And it's just been coming to light more and more with every conversation we have. We're like, fuck, like we talk about this all the time and we're living it. We're literally living it. (laughs) And I'm so grateful for this show. And I hope that you guys, I know some people just listen to, don't listen to all the guest episodes and mostly listen to solos and just listen to some guests that they feel are more relevant to them. But I really would encourage you guys to like, listen to all the guests because it's so, we, with every guest, even whatever the topic may be, even if it's a topic that doesn't really relate to you or something you're not particularly interested in, we do get into every single guest of like what was going on in their 20s in relation to their, in their, their topic. And I have learned so much from every single guest to like to like about like this time, this 20s where so much is changing. And like, I've learned so much from every single one about following intuition, about pushing past fear, about, you know, not having it all together. And I just, I really encourage everyone to like take the lessons from these people because I feel like Brenna and I have learned so much and we've been hearing it and we've been hearing it for the past like year and a half, two years of doing this show. And like, it's, it's crazy when it really becomes so relevant and you're like, oh my God, this is what this person said. And this is what this person said. And like, now we're stepping into it and feeling it, but like to have a little bit of guidance, it doesn't feel so scary. It doesn't. And we were talking a lot about that this past week, just because I, 
and not a negative comparison, but we were talking to some of our best friends and we were like, I think the biggest difference in like Julia and myself solely through the show, solely through the people that we've connected with is that we've started to find peace, even through anxious moments, even through all these things, even through when you're like, shoot, I want to be further ahead or, oh, this is scary. We still have this underlying deep belief that like, it's going to work out in the way that it's meant to, and that we're going to be okay. And that we're going to figure it out. And it's just because been, every guest has shown us that that's the every truth. Every single guest. Yeah. They've shown us. evidence to back up that idea. Yes, we have what's 150 divided by two, 75 pieces of evidence beyond every other <laughs> evidence that we've gathered throughout our lives that like people on every end of the spectrum, if they continue to just prevail and push forward and take one step at a time, things are going to turn out in a way even that they, they least expect them. And both Julia and I have just, I don't know, it's been so fucking cool. And we've been living through it this past week, especially just in like, places our minds have been going and conversations that we've had. And I'm super grateful that this show has really like seeped into, of course, who we are, how we think about the world, but like our friendships too. Like um, we went to dinner uh, (laughs) and I was just, I was just thinking about like, there's so much that we talk about that I think two years ago, maybe more, we wouldn't like have such vulnerable conversations. It's not a reflection of our friendship, but I think a reflection of how guarded we are around people and how much we want to impress or make people feel like we have, I don't know, we have it together. And I'm just like, and it was silly, but like, I'm amazed. I'm genuinely amazed at how comfortable we now are with being like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. And, you know, maybe in, in other areas, it would have been shameful or it would have been like, I'm the only one going through it. Mm. But we just are able to share things where we're able to hear other people be like, holy fuck, same. Like, you know. <laughs> it's so crazy. It is. It really is. So... From there, did you have anything on that? I I would say, I think it's all, you know, what you said about really believing that things are going to work out the way that they're supposed to. I think that that is a, is, can be a triggering um, Mm -hmm. thing for some people. But I would say that the reason that we believe that so deeply is because we really have been given the evidence of it. So like, I encourage, that's why I encourage people to listen to the guest episodes or like whatever podcast you listen to with people that have, you know, been not, that are now on the other side of their twenties or in the later half of their twenties, like that they still might not have it all together, but like that things have shown for them that they have worked out the way that they were supposed to. And I just think having that evidence helps you really believe that rather than that being a triggering Totally. And I acknowledge that there are people, we're all different, we have different mindsets, and that being told that could feel like a cop-out, like being like, oh, but it's all going to work out, could feel like, okay, but I don't believe that, or, or, you know, you're not, that's not a helpful statement. I totally see that side of it, valid. Um, And we don't really mean that, like, in the moments when you're in a deep, dark hole, to just think about, like, oh, it's going to get better. And sometimes it helps for people, right? But we understand that there are highs and lows and ups and downs every day, mm-hmm. but having this belief that something will come of everything and yeah. that you're going to get an answer from everything, whether it means that you made a decision that resulted in a way that you expected it, or maybe you didn't like just, there will be an answer and it will propel you in some sort of direction and that you are strong enough to overcome any of it. And I think that that's what 
we've really come to terms with. It's not just like everything. Okay. Right. No, it's not everything's going to be sunshine and roses and it's going to be perfect. It's you win or you learn. Like you're going to make a choice and it's going to be the right one or you're going to learn from it. And if it's the, if it's the, that you have to learn from it, you are strong enough to learn from it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So hmm, let's see where to begin. To share some like authentic things that I still come up against and then do if there's anything that you do. Something that I like really, I try not to get stuck in and like sit in any negative emotions or judgmental emotions or whatever. And I think something in terms of my routine that I like really am still um, not even navigating, just like trying to understand is I have now, I now wake up very early every day of the week, including on the weekends. Like, and I feel like for my mom and stuff, she's like, honey, just like sleep in. Like, it's okay. And I'm like, oh, I know it's okay, but I don't want to. And so waking up at like six on the weekends is not common for most people. And that's fine. Um, But it's something that like, I try to understand. Okay. So example today, I didn't do that. I was like, okay, I will sleep in. You're right. Let me try. And then there's this weird thing that I come up against where I like can't even enjoy trying to sleep more because I'm focused on the fact that like I didn't do what I normally do. But also I think because I wanted to, and what I mean by that is I think it comes with like alignment sometimes too. And I know that like some, someone like my mom was just looking out for me and being like, honey, you need sleep. Like you got home late. Um, but I realized it's a, it's a twofold thing. In one sense, I don't want to be so shaken and I don't want the whole trajectory of my day to not be quote unquote good or fulfilling or whatever, because I didn't, because a piece of my day didn't go the way that I, that it normally does. So I don't want to be shaken by that. And the other side of it is I think in terms of alignment, um, that when we genuinely want to do something, and there's a difference if you actually don't, but when we genuinely want to do something and make a different choice because we think we're supposed to because someone else told us to, then we do feel weird. And then in terms of like, I was trying to analyze, I'm like, why is this so important to me? And this goes, I, and I promise you, and Julia can call me out, you guys can call me out. I really don't think, like I know logically missing a workout or something, it's not going to like change anything. Like it's not going to change anything about my body. It's not going to change anything about my mind. I'm not going to lose strength overnight. Like I know that logically. So that's not it. But in terms of like how, I think it kind of comes along with this weird, like discipline equals freedom type of thing for me. Like, because when I have a specific routine, I feel like I have the time for myself in the morning, have the time right away to post on our podcast page, to write down some thoughts, to write down some prides and pickles that I'm thinking about um, and stuff to talk to Julie about, whatever it is. Um, Then I feel like the rest of my day is set up in a way where I can be like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like it gives me the freedom to do any of the other things throughout my day because I did what I wanted to do first thing. So it's just like all these different thoughts. But anyway, I feel in such a weird energy and I'm trying to shake it and process it and whatever, but I can't help but be like a little bit bothered because I'm like, damn, now I feel like rushed and anxious for the rest of the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a very long-winded way of saying that. Well, so here, here I'll give you an example for, my, for, for me so that maybe this would translate to, like, to you in, in terms of a question. Mm-hmm. Like when I 
wake up late unplanned. Like, let's say I, I wanted to wake up at eight because that's, that would give me the schedule to do what I needed to do for the day. And mm -hmm. then I don't get up till nine 30. That makes me a little annoyed because then, you know, either I have to stay up later or I have to rush certain things or like I have to do things out of order than I had originally planned. And that's valid. Like that, I think that that's totally fair. You had a schedule, things got in the way. It shakes you sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. you have to, you have to, eventually accept it and and just you know work productively but I get that that is can be very frustrating but when I choose to wake up later or like let's say I choose I'll wake up at 10 or I choose I'll sleep in when I get up I get up because I have a little less to do today mm -hmm. then that doesn't bother me even though it's different than my normal routine because let's say during the week I'll get up at 8 or 8 30 and then on the weekend, like, let's say on a, sat a Sunday, I'll say I can sleep till, like, until I get up. Mm -hmm. So is, it the is the problem the actual time you're getting up? Or is the problem that, that you're not making the choice, you know? I think it's... Like, is the problem really 6 a.m.? Or is the problem that you you're not able to allow yourself to make a choice like that you that you feel uncomfortable making a choice to no that's that I think it's actually something that I don't even know if I said out loud I think it's not the specific time I think it's when I know there are other things in the day for example we had to podcast I'm walking with Haley today I have to get stuff done for the week and it's father's day um and like I mentioned to Julia like I love spending some quality just like disconnected time with my mom so I think it's the fact that I made the choice based on someone that I love and values thoughts and I was like but it it that wasn't what in this today. wait what was that 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 choice didn't serve you for today yes and that I feel like I almost like allowed again it's not like really quite people pleasing maybe a little bit but that I didn't choose what I actually what I actually knew would serve me today mm -hmm. um because I was like hmm, maybe, maybe they're right and like we're human we make these yeah, yeah but I think that due to control to an extent and also just like really trying I think I actively try to avoid feelings of anxiety and try to navigate them and stuff like that so as a result of making that choice that I didn't fully even enjoy, I think that's a piece of it too, is when I don't fully enjoy something. Um, then for the rest of the day, I feel very like on edge. Like I feel, I'm excited to walk with Haley. I'm excited to do all the things that I'm doing today, but I'm also like, okay, it's coming up. Like, <laughs> you know, right. I totally get that. And I think that you should make the choice that is right for you. You shouldn't make mm -hmm. it based on someone else's opinion, but also to acknowledge just to move past the anxiety now is that like you're still going to be able to get done everything that you wanted to get done today and you're still going to have a million hours to enjoy it don't waste that don't waste that time on anxiety because you feel that you lost time this morning like spend the time on enjoying it you're you you are, will get everything done today like I feel like sometimes you have to say that to yourself like I sometimes have to say that to myself when I if I wake up late I'll be like okay I woke up late my schedule is different than maybe I wanted it to be or than it usually is but I have enough hours in the day to get everything done and I can enjoy those hours I don't have to make those hours anxious you mm -hmm. know or rushed 
And yeah, I think that's a key to yourself really helps. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a key piece and a part of where the anxiety is like rooted in that is that I automatically assume or feel that as a result of not preparing my day or setting my day up in the way that I want to and enjoy to and serves me, that I'm not going to be present in all of the moments that I want to do because I'm not going to feel right or, or whatever. And then I've already, before it even happens, feel bad about my inability to be present in those moments or to enjoy, right. you know? Yeah. I think that this is the, this is an important thing to say about morning routine. My, my personal belief is that I think that morning routine is very important and awesome. If you, whatever that routine is for you, like it is amazing to set your day up for success in a grounded way that you have time with yourself. Like I have a very specific morning routine. So does Brenda. And I think it's an amazing tool to have, but I think that it's important that we not get reliant on it in order for our day to be successful or for our day to be joyful. Because the truth is, is that life is going to shake you. You're never going to know what's going to happen in the day. You might have to wake up and go to the hospital. You might have to wake up and, you know, hand put out a fire. Like you don't know. So I think it's an important thing to get grounded in yourself of that. Yes, I have this thing that more, more often than not sets me up for success and makes me feel really good in the morning. But if it were taken away from me, I can still be successful. I can still be joyful to not be reliant on it. Use it as a tool instead of a, like um, a crutch, you know? Totally. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I've been talking a lot about that with one of our good friends, Liz, about just like not becoming too dependent on anything and how I have been trying to test myself. It's funny because actually this past Thursday, I made the intentional choice of not, I was incredibly sore. Julia saw I was sore for days. Um, I'm much better now, but I made the intentional choice of saying, I don't want to be too dependent on anything. So I think this is the difference too, is I made a choice this past Thursday. I was like, okay, my body's telling me it's, it needs some rest. One, two, I had plans to get some stuff done after work. So you know, in terms of the movement that I wanted, whatever. And anyways, I think because I made a choice that felt aligned because it felt like I was looking after myself. um, And because I knew to an extent it was me experimenting with the thought of not becoming too dependent on anything. On Thursday, when I um, did a different routine, I felt weird in the sense of it wasn't normal to me, but I didn't feel guilty or bad about it because I made such an aligned decision. Whereas I guess... I don't know. It, I guess it didn't feel that way today. But with that being said, I've really been trying to think about the things that I include in my days the most or the ways that I think or whatever and testing myself, whether I'm just thinking about it or talking through it with myself or with a friend. I'm like, I don't want to be too dependent on anything. Like that goes with, with exercise. And I acknowledge that I'm very dependent on it as a release and stuff like that. And I've literally said the words to myself, you could break your fucking ankle tomorrow. And like, you have to be prepared to find a different source of pleasure, a different source of endorphins, a different source of like all these things. And I think it's just a good reminder for all of us to consider, like identify the things in your life that you feel like you are dependent on right now for different sources of things that light you up and know who you are without those things detach your worth from all of those things and know that in any moment they can shift and 
I guess, be prepared for those moments. I'm not saying that I'm 100% ready for something like that because I'm not, um, to be real. But it's something that I've really been toying with because, like you said, life is uncontrollable and unexpected. So it's interesting. Um, I will say in terms of, like, that too, like, morning stuff, I personally have been having a hard time waking up lately, mm. which is so weird. Like, usually that ha- that's not a problem for me. I have been staying up later mm-hmm. than usual for multiple reasons. Um, I also have been feeling more, much more creative at night lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that I like staying up later. Like right now, staying up later is serving me in like in a creative aspect, in a social aspect. Like it's, that is definitely serving me, but I still would like to wake up when I sit, like I still would like to be able to wake up more easily when I say that I want to wake up because like I do need a certain, I also like really do try to get eight hours of sleep. Like I, I really, really try to, but I can get a, I can go to bed at 12 o'clock and like get eight hours of sleep and wake up at eight o'clock, like I said I would, you know, but I've been having a harder time, like, just getting up on my first alarm lately, because mm-hmm. I'm actually tired, because I've gotten the eight hours, you know, not that I sleep great, I sleep pretty terribly, to be honest, especially with my allergies and stuff, but um, I do find myself, like, at, you know, when the alarm goes off, being, like, 10 more minutes <laughs> lately, Yeah, and I, and that, it's a little frustrating, like, come on, Julia, you're an adult, get up, No, but I think that's like a really important topic because I I think a lot of people feel shame around their ability to get up or how much they sleep or stuff like that. I really do because I I remember that feeling. (laughs) Like like I remember being like, why the hell can't I wake up? Why can't I wake up on my first alarm? Why do I want to sleep so much? And I think that a lot of people attribute that. I'm not saying you specifically, but a lot of people start to internalize themselves as like lazy or careless or like whatever. And that's also not a narrative that we want people to play in their heads either, because then it really is like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I know that I used to think that about myself. And today I'm like, I'm one of the most ambitious people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. But I really, really struggled for a long time with this idea of being lazy as a result of not, um, this idea of being lazy as a result of not waking up on time my brother is on a health kick and I love it but he comes and steals my supplements every single morning get your own it's okay bud he ordered his own (laughs) um we're very proud of him we are um but it's just hilarious (laughs) you have supplements um have you seen the people taking the chlorophyll no but I wonder if the new supplement that I've been taking has that in it because I've been taking a greens powder and I know we've had like so many different people on the show they're like you don't need a greens powder um and I don't think that people do but I will say that I feel like I've noticed a very significant difference in my skin since I started taking it oh I really want to know if it's going to help my skin I like genuinely Julia I said to my mom this morning I'm like does my skin look incredible like I know you can't see it here but like your skin looked really good yesterday okay I really think it's I'm gonna see if it has chlorophyll actually I'll just do it after the show but maybe you should Give it a go ski because I but have. Am I wasting my money or like, is it going to help my skin? I need to I know. Really? And everyone says something different. They do. And I think that that's why, because I said to myself, I'm like, fuck, like, am I perpetuating these ideals that people need to spend money on things that don't work and like diet culture? I like, want to be beautiful. It's okay. I will spend money. To be beautiful. 
people. It's fine. Julia, I'm serious. I really think you should try it. And like, it's one of those things that sucks because I, I, I no joke texted Ashley about an hour ago and I said, hi, I really think you need this. If you hate it after using it consistently, I'll buy the rest of it off you. I don't even fucking care. Also, the Is company that- powder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I don't even care. But also, if you try it, this company- um, if you try it and you don't feel something, obviously you have to be consistent, which you are, uh, they give you 110% of your money back. So they'll literally, if Cry. you don't love what you're having, they'll refund you and give you 10% more. Wow. That's how much they believe in the picture of it and the ingredients. Yeah, of course. I'm so curious. Yeah. But that the like Saqqara life drops, you know, those ones that you see on Instagram. Oh yes. Yes. Chlorophyll drops that everyone's taking and like, do I spend my money on that? Right. I think this, this has to have it in there. Honestly, my skin has never looked better. And I don't even, I mean, it looks so good. My skin is absolutely horrific. And no, it's not. No, it's not. But I mean, makeup list. I don't even mean with makeup. Like your skin's literally stunning glowing goddess. And I would like to be a stunning glowing goddess. I'm sending it to you just so I don't forget. Um, and you are perfect as a side note. Well, I do know that. I already know that. (laughs) Yeah, okay, no, I was hoping. Like, more perfect, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Like, I just want to know, am I wasting my, am I wasting my money? Cause I just don't think so. It has 10,000, <laughs> over 10,000 reviews. Your powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to know about that, though. I don't think I see chlorophyll in here. Anyways, enough about chlorophyll. <laughs> I want to know. What other beauty tips do you guys have? I would love, we should do an episode on some, some, um, some supplement and like skin and like all that stuff. Cause I just love a, re- I love a, 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 what's it called? A referral. Oh my gosh. So much. I, I wish we could get someone on to like, give us the real tea on these things. Like who yeah. knows? Who's out there that actually knows? I know. No, we'll definitely find someone. We'll, we'll get connected and we'll hook you guys up. They know. Like, they've done the research. They know. Honestly, I feel like Arielle. Mm. No, well, she does, she knows on, like, pop, like workout stuff. I don't care about You're that. You're talking about skin. I want skin. I want makeup. I want maybe some, like, supplements to help with skin. Yeah. We need that. Fuck yeah. All right, well, that's, that's that. Yeah. No, I'm talking like, so she's also too specific. I'm talking about someone that like does field research on products, like all kinds of products, not their own products. Like, like, you know, when you go to like a list of like top 10, this, like Mm -hmm. whoever that researcher is, or like, I want that. Like, I don't want someone who has their own skin line, who's biased. I don't want someone who just focused on workout. I want someone who is like the, the, the researcher of all researchers in like all products. Okay, Julia, you find them. Let me know. <laughs> I don't know if they exist, but that's what I want. <laughs> understood. Understood. You no, know, I'm not saying that they exist. I'm just saying I wish I I wish I could access someone like that to be like, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one? Right, right, right. One hundred percent. They like have done the research and they have the knowledge. For sure, makes yeah. sense. Like, uh, we'll like, keep you guys posted. Yeah. So if anyone knows anybody like that, hit us up. And not just some influencer who tries a lot of things. They don't know. Let's hear it. This is why we need someone. We need a, we need a doctor in the field. Mm, Ooh, a doctor. product doctor. Are I just develop a new job? 
maybe, but like that definitely doesn't exist. So yes. Product doctor. The product doctor. Wow. All right. Well, that's what I'm manifesting for today. What are you manifesting? A peace. I'm manifesting peace. Oh, I'm for you. I just like don't love when the little people run around in my head, you know? Yeah, get them out. Get them the fuck out. Like I, I picture whenever I have like moments where I don't feel um like 100% on and ready to go and I'm like having these thoughts, I think about the episode of SpongeBob where all of the people are like running around in his head. Like yeah, with the Yes, and like burning things. Like that's what I picture. That's amazing. Oh, I'm gonna be the boss and go in and be like, everybody simmer down. Everybody stop. Yes. That actually might be a really good visualization. I actually think so, but it's funny because I do picture SpongeBob's running around, but I'm not <laughs> SpongeBob. No, no, that's fine. There's all the SpongeBob's, and then you go in as you, you're the boss. And I go, hey, bitch, listen up. Listen up. Stop burning that filing cabinet. We need that. We need that. It's important. That is my piece. Organize it. Clean it up. Mm. Or you won't get paid for the day. Yeah, you tell them. <laughs> this was the weirdest episode <laughs> ending. The weirdest episode ending. I like it. I think that's a really good visualization. Everybody try that visualization. And let us know if it works for you. What we're doing in your head. Visualize yourself in that. Like, you know, I could picture that scene. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in the scene. And tell all the little Spongebobs what you need them to do or not do. You're the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss of your own life. You're the boss of all the Spongebobs running around in your little freaking head. I have a big head. So running around in your big head, if you have a big head too, we don't discriminate. Um, And yeah, that's that. That's that. So that's what's going on. I hope everybody is enjoying their hot girl summer, aka living as their most authentic, boldest badass self mm-hmm. um and let us know how it's going and let us know what topics you guys are coming up against in this post Q hot girl summer uh moment in time definitely and make sure to send us your questions we've gotten a good amount of questions from you guys for our listener q a episode we're just waiting on some more just to diversify the options um so we're definitely going to do that make sure after listening to this episode you shoot us a dm with anything that you need advice on anything that you're literally anything it could be like what do you use for this or like what should i say to this or like anything yes a situation you could paint us the picture oh we love a store what toothpaste do you use that's fine that's fine I don't, I don't really feel an allegiance to a toothpaste brand, do you? I know I don't at all. But if they were just curious. <laughs> I would usually choose Colgate. I don't know if that's good for you. Yeah, I use that too. I don't like um, What deodorant? All the things. So anything is welcome. <laughs> and remember. <laughs> you, you are a 10, 10, 10, 10, baby. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.